and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast, and this is episode 58. What are your rules? Hey, everyone. This is one of my favorite topics. What are your rules? Because I feel like our mongers and that little voice that chomps in our head tends to have a lot of rules. And so what I mean by rules, they can be and they can range from anything. And and sometimes these rules are so embedded, it takes us a while to figure out that they're actually there. And so what I have found is I really like my rules. So I will spend a day or two just when I realize that I'm being overwhelmed by rules, I'll just go through the day. And every time I hear a rule playing in my head, I'll just kind of say it out loud, like, Oh, there's another rule. Oh, there's another rule. So when I say rules, you might be like, what do you mean by rules? I'm talking about the absolutes that we say in our life, like, you know, a good person always gets up before eight o'clock, or a good person always reads the paper. A good person always has dinner prepared for their kids. A good person responds to emails right away as soon as they get one. A good person is always on top of things, always knows the answer, always makes coffee first. Like we can have a thousand little rules that we say a good person never lets the gas tank go below a quarter of a tank. A good person always has a clean car. A good person's yard is always mowed right away. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on (laughs) with these rules. I think that's enough examples. But that kind of gives you the idea of, you know, what are we telling ourselves? And the funny thing about these rules is they vary for all of us. They're different. So you may have the rule that, um, and I ran into this in a group I did recently, the rule of you can't waste any food. A good person does not waste food. And so that is something you really get hung up on and you really beat yourself up for when you go to the grocery store and you buy strawberries and you don't eat them. And another person, such as myself, that isn't one of their rules. That is not one of my rules. I don't really care if we put food in the compost pile. Like, I know it's not awesome, but it's not something I beat myself up for. So that's not something that um, plays heavily on my monger's radar. So the funny thing about these rules is that they vary. So that somebody else may have a strict rule of you can never drive the car beneath a quarter of a tank. My dad used to have that very strict rule. And he would beat himself up when it got below a quarter of a tank because it would panic him. I don't have that rule. I go until, you know, the light comes on and I'm still kind of pushing it a little bit. Like it isn't one of the things that, that drives me. So when you can start realizing, wait a minute, this is just my internal rule. There is no book of rules out there that's that's written. I mean, you know, we got the Ten Commandments. But, but there's no like bad things will happen to you if you don't do these rules. That doesn't exist. And so but in our brains with our mongers telling us, it does. And so my challenge to you is to kind of go through the next week, and just really bring awareness to these rules. Really notice how often you tell yourself, oh, a good person does this. I mean, when I really catch myself, I have a rule in the morning when I get up, I have to do everything in a certain order. And a good person gets all my morning, you know, chores done in a, in a half an hour. And if I don't get it done in a half an hour, if I don't get it done 
in a neat, tidy way, quickly as possible, um, then I'm a bad person. What's that about? Who cares how long it takes me in the morning? I mean, if I only have a half an hour, that's a problem. But if I have time, who cares how long my morning chores take me? So that efficiency is a big message of my monger. So kind of paying attention, you know, throughout the next week, what are the rules that, you know, that are driving you and just bringing awareness to those. And then, you know, as I always say, bringing lots of compassion to yourself to be like, oh, wow, you know, this is tough to be constantly living, you know, enjoying your mornings, but having to be super efficient. Like, what's that about? You know, really bringing some compassion to, oh, sweetheart, it really doesn't matter if you are the most efficient coffee maker in the world or not. It really doesn't matter if the car goes below a quarter of a tank. It really doesn't matter if we put strawberries on the compost pile, like life moves on, we will be okay. So just paying attention to how often you what the rules are in your life, how often they spin around in your head, and then giving yourself lots of compassion around that. Because we spend a lot of time suffering because of these rules. These rules keep us stuck. They keep us trapped. They keep us feeling crappy about ourselves, to be honest, because we think that I can't do such and such because of some made up rule we have in our head. So when you figure out what these rules are for yourself, then I challenge you after you've done the compassion piece to really kind of see where can I add some wiggle room. So I will literally in the morning, because that tends to be one that I get hooked on the idea of oh my my morning has to be super efficient is to be like there is no right way to do your morning like there's a lot of ways we could do this in a lot of different orders we could take our time you know one thing I have is designed my schedule to have my mornings fairly flexible so I have time in the morning so give myself a break (laughs) you know so to recognize okay if you have a rule of I have to cook a meal every night for my family then to flip that around and be like, where could I add some wiggle room for that? What's really important to me about my family and cooking? But what's important to me is my family feels loved. Or what's important to me is that my family gets a nutritious meal. Okay, it doesn't matter the source of that nutritious meal. It just is that that nutritious meal has to be on the table. So that could come from eating out or cooking, I mean, bringing in that could come from my husband cooking the meal that could come from one of the kids stepping up and cooking the meal like there's a variety of ways to get that need met so paying attention to is this a legit need that I would like to get met or is this just a way I'm trying to create order in my life and what I mean by that is that If you think about these rules that we have of a good person does that, a good person does that, I kind of think it's our brain's way of making sense of the world. Because in all honesty, the world is gray. There is no black and white. There is no absolute. There is no right and wrong. You know, there's things we shouldn't do, but there's... There's no, you know, it has to be done this way. And so that's a little stressful for for those of us that like to know the rules. We like to know what's happening. We like to know the black and white. And so we'll make up rules. We'll make up rules around eating. We'll make up rules around what to wear. We'll make up rules about what we should look like. And those rules kind of give us some guidance and some ways to live our lives. And the rules are helpful in that way. Like they kind of relax us and let us know like this is the proper way to do things. That's great. Perfect. That works really well. The problem is when we use those rules and we take them to the extreme point where we're beating ourselves up for them. So when our mongers take over the rules, that's when we get in trouble because our mongers tell us we're bad people 
if we don't follow the rules, when really the rules are just guidelines. They're just ways for us to make sense of the world. They're not hard and fast. We're not going to get punished. We're not good or bad based on the rule that we're living. So to kind of pay attention to, you know, how much are these rules keeping you stuck? How much are these rules kind of holding you back from doing something you really want to do, even if it's something tiny, like I really want to relax in the morning, but I'm so stressed out on making sure I get, you know, this everything done right. I really want to enjoy my evenings, but I'm so obsessed with cooking dinner for my family that I kind of have a hard time enjoying my evenings and most of the day for that matter, because I'm stressed out about cooking the meal. But they also can hold us back in big ways, like saying, I'm too old to go back to school because I should have had this figured out and a good person has their life figured out in their 20s. I can't take two weeks vacation because a good person always reports to work for the full amount of time. I can't change my job because a good person stays in their job for at least two years. I can't write a book because I don't have a degree in English. I can't paint because I've never taken a creative painting class. Whatever the rule is, they can keep you stuck in big ways and little ways. So really this week, I challenge you to pay attention to what those rules are, kind of just bringing awareness to them. And then the second step is kind of bringing a lot of compassion to yourself and recognizing, oh, sweetheart, or baby doll, this is tough that this is how you're choosing to live. And then thirdly, see where you can add some wiggle room, see where you can add, you know, a little gray into that rule and kind of just use it as a guideline as opposed to a hard and fast must be thing. So that's what I encourage you to do. If you want to email me nancyjane at live-happier.com and let me know how it's going. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, now it's time for the weekly ritual challenge. The thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's ritual is five little things you appreciate. So I've seen this one suggested a few places. So I'm going to use it for our weekly ritual challenge. And each day this week, I want you to write down five little things you appreciate slash enjoyed throughout the day. The key here is little. I just want you to be kind of paying attention to the day and noticing the little things that have made it really joyful. So this ritual really allows you to pause and soak in the little fun stuff that happened in the day. And the cool thing is this week, this I'm back on Instagram, the social media break is over, which was fabulous, but I'm excited to be back. So I'll be sharing my five little things each day. And you can look for me there at Instagram, which is Nancy Jane underscore live happier. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out every week hopefully on Mondays. That's my goal to have it coming out on Mondays. And if you have any questions, please email me nancyjane at live-happier.com. Like I said, you can always follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier. (music) 